This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's up? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you TV and movie takes and reviews straight out of Hollywood. What's going on, my guy? Can't call it. Uh, just trying to survive on this place that we call Earth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man. But you know how they could be. But, man, how you yeah. feeling, man? Everything good with you? Oh, man. Everything is great, man. Um you know what I'm saying? Just enjoying, uh, like you said, man, enjoying life. Excited as hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, the USA moved on to the next round in the World Cup. Yes, sir. You know, you know I'm, a, I'm a soccer fan, so excited about that. The first two games, they had a draw. So, you know, this year might be promising. We might be seeing something super big out of the U.S. this year, man. You know, the first couple of times we went, um, well, I know the, the last World Cup, we didn't even go. The World Cup before that, we went. And um, it was a big upset because, you know what I'm saying, we thought we were going to go a lot deeper than we was in the tournament, but we didn't. But the the, um, the World Cup tournament before that was the huge one. That's the um, that's the one where we had, like, the squad squad. So, you know what I'm saying, um, we went pretty deep in that one. Um, that, was the one with, uh, that was the one with uh, Landon Donovan and Tim Howard. No, no jokers, right? Yeah, that was Landon Donovan's last one. Tim Howard, uh, I th- that was his second to last one. Um, I'm trying to think who else do we have. We had Landon Donovan. We had um, man, I forgot what the what oh. the young uh, it was the young black dude's name was, but we had him. We had um, the one dude I forgot his name too. He went overseas and he played on the same team as uh, or he played. Uh, for Manchester United. I mean, not Manchester. Yeah, he did play for Manchester United. And then we had another dude that left. He used to play for the uh, San Jose Earthquake, but he left and he ended up playing with um, he ended up playing with Barcelona. So like, we had a strong team that year, um, but we just we just couldn't get it done, man. But this year, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? We got a, a nice young squad. Christian Pelosi is, is doing his thing. He scored the goals. To, you know what I'm saying? Give us the win. And then um, I think his name is Tyler Howard. He the captain this year. Young black dude, baller. He's a baller. So we got some promise this year, man. I'm excited about it, man. What's up, man? <clears throat> yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't buddy. really been, I haven't really been watching. I've been hearing about it. I heard he scored the goal uh, with his dick, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. Gotta do what you gotta do out here on these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Goal yeah, is man. a goal. Hey, let me tell you something. <clears throat> the one thing, the one thing that people underestimate is getting into that World Cup tournament. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand that soccer is, you know what I'm saying, the world's game. Oh, hold on, time out. I'm sorry. As I'm talking about this, I'm finally seeing the trailer for this Will Smith movie. Yeah. 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 And that shit gonna be I on just, Apple. Yeah. So my TV must be faster than yours because I just saw it too. Why are you shaking your yeah. head, man? Cause man, I don't I don't know what it is about this nigga, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. These last few movies that this nigga just been like trying to like go off on dudes like on some <laughs> on some like monumental shit. 
just ain't been <laughs> I got a I got a bad feeling about this movie. I had a bad feeling about the concussion movie too. But anytime he do a movie where it's just one word, it's usually trash. Oh wow. <laughs> Think about it. Oh, uh, Oh, no, man, that was two words. I was about to say seven pounds. That's two words. Uh, Focus was like. Who was in it? Wasn't that Margot Robbie? Yeah. That's why. It wasn't. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. Dang. Now you got me thinking. Watch and see. One one word movies. One word. I, I challenge anybody listening and watching this. If you could find me a movie that Will Smith is in with one with a one word title and it's a good movie, listen, I will personally cash up you ten dollars. But I'm telling you, it's not a real thing. Any one word movie that he does is always trash. Go through his IMDb and find every one word movie that he got. Garbage. I did, he was in a safety, which I didn't know that. <clears throat> I didn't watch it though. Aladdin, he did Aladdin. That, but he wasn't the star of that. Gringo, I guess he wasn't the star of that either. He wasn't the star of that either. Yeah. Uh, one word: Will Smith movies. He was in Annie. Well, he was a writer. Never. Mind. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and even that wasn't that good. Man, Will Smith. Telling you, bro. Just, it's I don't know. Real, well, it ain't that many, thing. though. I know. I mean, it's not. I'm telling you, all the ones that he did with one name or trash. One that, dude, there ain't really nothing. That don't even. Hold on. Hey, did you know? Wait a minute. This is bringing up stupid shit. Let's say a superstar. Let's say he was a writer with Get Jiggy with it. He was. <laughs> Just because he said get jiggy with it don't mean No, he was the writer for Get Jiggy with it. It was his song. I mean it was, <laughs> but still. Yeah. Okay, I so he did credited him for that. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so they say he did ride in nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? No. That's a, that's what we should do. We should go and watch all one word Will Smith movies and Dude. It ain't nothing but like tell you, three. Yeah, I'll ask. I know. You notice how the rest of them he ain't got one word. Did I'm? T- I think that he did this for on, on purpose, just so to be trash, so people stop making slave movies. Because if Will Smith Yo. can't make a slave movie good, there can't nobody. Do oh, it. I know what you're talking about. Okay, so Bright. I know you didn't like Bright. Bright was actually good, but it wasn't because of Will Smith. Okay, I know you didn't like Hancock. We already have been down the whole Hancock Hell, situation. I hate Hancock. Hancock is, <clears throat> is the most racist movie of all time. Yeah, we're not we're not doing this today, man. So he did Hitch. You ain't like Hitch? No, Hitch was good, but Hitch wasn't his movie for real. Hitch wasn't good man, because you changing the rules, man. I'm I'm telling you, I'm saying I like Hitch. I'm telling you, Hitch wasn't good because of him, though. Hitch was good because of Kevin. Uh, what's his name? Kevin James. James. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we can't. I know. Well, it's two words. Never mind. So I robot wouldn't count because it's two words. No, I robot was good though. Oh, well, heck of one. And you're gonna have to say it was good. Ali. Ali. Ali was yep. really good. <laughs> man, you need to stop, man. There he you was, go. He man. was See? good as Ali. See? He was good as Ali. 
But I leave you wasn't that good, bro. Man, okay, that's that's you know, it. I'm just talking shit. I leave you that shit. <laughs> just talking shit. I, I know you fire. is, man. Yeah, I leave was fire, bro. I leave. Was fire. I know you were bullshit. Would that, you man. count that though? That's a that's a biopic. I mean, a biopic is still a movie. A movie is a movie. I mean, I mean whether yeah, it's a... I'm saying like, but it ain't like. What I'm saying is like the the movie. Okay, I mean, it's so not like focus, but yeah, yeah I mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, I, I guess it count because it's a one word title, but still, like that's Ali, bro. You you was excited because we finally seen the Ali story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is true. This is true. He killed it though. No, nah, he he really he murdered that shit. He damn near was. He really Ali. did. That's one of them. Because that's what, like he up there with like how Jamie was with Ray. Like that's see, yeah. We had that conversation, but the difference yeah. was, even though Ray was on set, Ray was blind, but he still was able to, you know, what I'm saying, coach. Yeah, you know, Jamie. Well, I mean, but well, even well, with I Ali think, being there, I think you know Jamie he had Fox the shakes. Yes, I think I, I think Jamie Foxx was better as Ray than he was as Ali, because like Jamie Foxx yeah. literally was Ray Charles. Like you knew that was Will Smith, but like he was convincing as Ali. Yeah, I just thought mm-hmm. it was funny that that they had Jada in there as to be one of his love interests, but it wasn't his wife. Good, I know, right? That's what he should have took that as a lesson, really right the there. Best. She ain't really the best actress. Okay, we, we need this, to. Man. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I'm just, I'm just being real. I think we need to. I think we need to have a power where we talk about. These people who get credit for being, you know what I'm saying, these <laughs> these stars who really can't act. I got one. Ooh. I won't say it today, though. I'll hold on. No, come on. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Who? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, we doing this? Okay. Yes. Yo, I don't get the Mel Street thing, man. I don't either. I do not. I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it, man. I don't see why she's considered to be so great. And I'm like, even though, granted, I've only seen maybe, maybe four movies mm-hmm. that she's been in. And I only mm-hmm. really like one. I mean, well, what's the name was cool. What was that movie? Up in the Air. Up in the Air was cool. Okay. We already, we already did that. Well, Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. I mean, Don't yeah. Look Up. Yeah. But there's one movie that she was in, though. She wasn't the main character, though. But Right. Uh, she did this one movie called Prime. That's my shit. I, I fucks with that movie. Okay. But like, but like, I didn't like it because of Meryl Streep was in it. But it's just yeah. like, yo, I don't get, I don't get this, like that, like the whole. Now she's like the most. I think she's like the most nominated Oscar person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, like I, think, I don't get I think, this. Uh, Viola is behind her. I mean, I can see that. I but I, I don't I don't yeah. get the whole little she's the one of the greatest of all time and stuff. It's like yeah, I don't, I don't get you it. You know who else I don't you know who else I don't get? Tom Cruise. Why am I not surprised? He, he just, you any any opportunity you get to kill Tom Cruise except one time <laughs> one time you didn't kill him. It was one time you didn't when we did Vanilla Sky. You didn't kill Tom yeah, Cruise that was, for Vanilla yeah, Sky. But, well, I well Vanilla Sky and Eyes Wide Shut, those two, I give them credit. But like the rest of them, nah, I don't see it. Like Mission Impossible, man. I don't see it. Come on, man. What about you? Don't fuck with Jerry Maguire, man. It was Cuba Gooding Jr., man. 
Oh my god. We gotta be real, man. No, we gotta be real, bro. Because I think I think a lot of times what we do is because people are in these movies, we get them like a lot of credit for like you know what I'm saying? Like for instance, right? Friday. Friday. Chris Tucker made that movie. Ice Cube was horrible in that movie. Ice Cube was not horrible in that movie, man. You are crazy. You go back and go go watch go watch um Ice Cube in the last Friday that came out. Go watch him in Are We There Yet? And then go back and watch him in Friday in the Players Club. You're gonna be like, he grew a lot. Because <laughs> I'll tell you that's horrible. <laughs> man, Ice Cube had his moments, man. Listen, but yes, it was, was Chris Tucker's movie. But I'm telling you, he still. was great. He he was great in Boys in the Hood because he wasn't playing a different character. He was I mean, he was Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was playing Ice Cube. That's it. Now, if you take him out of that, like if you take that, because to me, that's his greatest role ever. Like he he murdered that shit. But if you take that out and then like you put all the rest of them in line, you gonna the last one is gonna be the first Friday. And um players club to me. But he's done a lot of growing, like he can he can really act his ass off now. I I hear what you're saying, but like he still has some funny moments in Friday. No, yeah, I'm not talking about having funny moments. I'm talking about acting. I'm talking about just the 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 making you believe in a character and everything like that, like acting. Like he wasn't believable in Friday. Man, you trying to tell me in that in uh, Friday after next when they were sitting in the um when they were sitting in the security booth and he was like, man, he killed that. He shit. said, don't get he said, don't get your ass shot out here. He said, man, yeah. you're rapping to the last security guard. What, did he sound convincing? That's what I'm saying. The last Friday, the last Friday that came out, he was dogging yeah. that shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was great. True. I'm saying in the first Friday yeah. though. He just he wasn't convinced. Like, don't get me wrong. I know it's it, it was set for him to be great because it was in California. He a nigga from California. Like it was just, you know what I'm saying? He was really being himself. I'm saying just like you could tell that he didn't have like no real acting skills. He ain't been challenged yet. I feel like once he got to like Are We There Yet and all those other movies, that's when he started getting challenged to do other stuff. And then that's when, you know what I'm saying, like his skills really start showing. But them first ones. Nah, I ain't okay. a big Ice Cube fan, man. But we got to do that though. I think that'd be a good that'd be a good pie to do, man. You know what I'm saying? Come up with four or five people who we just really don't get it. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, man. So, um, man, we got one uh, exciting one today. You know what I'm saying? This is a a Netflix joint starring John Boyega. Um, star OG Bobby Johnson. What is that nigga real name? Glenn Plummer. Glenn Plummer, I keep forgetting the name. Glenn Plummer, um, also starring um um um. Rotemi said his name. Yep, Rotemi. What's uh DeAndre uh, Bonds? DeAndre Bonds, Kiki Palmer. Um, Kiki Palmer. What's uh old girl name? She was um. Vanessa and them auntie and Bernie Mac show. It's Bernie Mac wife. Uh, Bernie Mac's wife. Yeah, in the Mer- off the Bernie Mac show. Kalita I, Smith. That's I don't remember. 
Kalita oh, Smith. okay, okay. Yeah, and, and starring Kalita Smith as well. Um, it's Imperial Dreams on Netflix. It came out in twenty what was it? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. All right. Um. But pretty much it's just a story about a guy who gets out of jail and he's trying to find his way out of the hood, out of the trouble, out of the nonsense to make his life right for his girl and his son. And of course, that ain't how life works. And it's like every time you try to leave, something keeps pulling you back. Yeah. I hate that I use that. I hate that I use that. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into the uh the trailer, man. And then we're gonna get into the business, bro. Gotcha. All the other losses just serve to strengthen me. What do I have to do for my son? Prepare you for what's ahead. Okay, so <sighs> rewatching this, man. What was your thoughts? Um, well, for me, man, going back because I think this was my second time. But I watched this when it originally came out, and um, going mm -hmm. back and watching it this time, man, like being in the field of stuff that I like watching, you know, uh, you know, this type of stuff intrigues me. You know, I do the, mm -hmm. you know, I do the uh, little pod series I got on the Twenty Eight Minutes or Less. With the dealing with like this type of lifestyle shit, yeah, and it just <clears throat> going back and watching it, man. Like to really think about people that are in these situations where you know he been in and out of jail since he was twelve years old. He's twenty one years old now. He ended up getting I don't know if I want to call it published, but he ended up getting in this book. Like he ended up writing basically like a little small biography about yeah, himself, and he got put into a book. book. Yeah, a short story book. So he wants to actually be a writer and it's just like getting out and what's very disappointing to me knowing that this was a real thing is the fact that like so his uncle was the one who pretty much raised him because his mom was strung out on drugs and she was an alcoholic and mm -hmm. like as soon as he get out like his uncle wants him to make a run for him he's like yo man I'm trying to get out I'm trying to you know raise my son uh, blase 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 and for him to fuck that shit like I want you to do this run. You know what I'm saying? I want, yeah. you, I want you to do something for me. It's like, yo, I just got out. And it's just like, when you look at your OGs and you're like, the guy that's your uncle, you would think that they would look out for your best interest. But he's like, nah, mm -hmm. fuck that shit. Like, this is our lifestyle. This is what we do. And it sucks yeah. when you see somebody who's really, really trying to make a change with their life. And he's just like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, Look, I, I've been your mom's been staying here, your son been staying here. And like, I don't know, man. But what I mean, what like was this your first time? No, so I I remember when you had brought it up and you had mentioned it and we put it on the list and everything. Um and you had you had told me about it and it didn't sound familiar at first. And then I remember watching it after I watched it. I remember him being in the car with his son, and that's when I remember I had seen this before. Um, but I seen it probably around like maybe 2017, 2018. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I had you know I I, I wasn't really watching it, watching it, but it was on because my ex wife was watching it or whatever. So that's how I had ended up seeing it. But actually watching it this time around and seeing it, um, first and foremost, we got to start giving credit to John Boyega, bro. Him, yeah. Dempsey Idris, 
Idris Elba, like all of these British guys that come over and, you know what I'm saying, get these roles that it's funny because a lot of the roles they get is always like West Coast roles. It was except for Idris. Mm-hmm. Idris had like a, the, he had to go to Baltimore. But, he had the, um, he had, yeah, he had the wire. Yeah, but for for the most part, like the fact that these guys are coming in and playing these roles and they doing they're doing an amazing job. Like John Boyega did an amazing job in this movie, um, showing his emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like he really, you could really see his acting skills. However, it's not so much of him or any of the actors that I didn't like. I just didn't like the story. Like, dude, my nigga was just trying to make it out the hood, bro. Like this is the this is a, a modern everyday story. And it's just like he just had fucking gut punch after gut punch after gut punch. And then like nothing came of it. That's the only thing that pissed me off about the movie. There was no like good solution at the end of it. However, that is also a reason I think that this movie is great because there is no like there's no fairy tale ending. You know what I'm saying? Like usually we see this, yeah, we see this, and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? You see, oh man, you know, finally the redemption at the end. We we don't get that because we're left pretty much at a at a cliffhanger. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think as as far as that part, that part was amazing. The way that they, you know, I'm saying, ended. I I really loved the ending of this movie. Just the movie in general, to me, I just didn't like the story of it because I really wanted to see him get a win. You know what I'm saying? He kind of got a slight one, but I, I just wanted to see him get at least one win in the movie. But see, see, that's what I hate to say this, but like that's the one thing that I like about the movie is the fact of yeah. him not getting the win. Because I think that what this right. shows, it shows what a lot of black people have to deal with, especially in those type situations. And it's mm-hmm. like this is why you see certain families always stay like where they are. Like they're never, there never is a situation where things are getting better. And then you see the situation mm-hmm. where he got a brother, but they both got different fathers and his brother mm-hmm. is, you know, he was raised, you know, with his father, because like I said, his mom was throwing out on drugs and all that type shit. Right. And it's just like, so they're still living in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you call mm-hmm. it? Housing. Well, um, they in the project. They can't have, yeah, they in the projects, but they can't have anybody else stay with them. Yeah. So, like his brother's situation isn't severely better than his, but at the same time, right. his brother is, you know, on his way to college. Where he's trying to get to college, doing everything mm-hmm. that he can to get a certain. You know, he he ended up being he needed three thousand dollars. So yeah. it's just like now his brother is sitting in a situation where, like, dude, like I got Howard on the way. But I mm-hmm. took every grant I can get. I've gotten every loan that I can get. I can't mm-hmm. get a credit card. It's like I, I still need three thousand dollars to get out. And his brother is like, "Yo, let me hook up with you know what I'm saying, with, you know, with uh, with our uncle, try uh, uh, Uncle Shrimp, try to hook yeah. up with him to be like he because he wants he he wants um what's his name uh, Bombay." Um, Bambi, Bambi. He want Bambi to do the run, but Bambi's like, yo, I'm not trying to do it. And so his brother Wayne is like, yo, once you just, you know, once you just do it, he's like, nah, because like he's gonna always want something in return. But like, the the, the one thing about the story, 
for me, it's like you're thinking to yourself, like, yo, like, don't do it, dude. Like, yeah. something is going to happen. Like, it's, it's not because how many how many times have you heard stories of guys who were on their way to college or or whatever the case may be, and they either got shot or killed or got arrested simply because they made one decision to do something that they was like, you know, it's it's kind of an iffy situation, but you go out on the limb, you're like, oh, man, you know, I'll be all right, and then you do it, and then your whole life is ruined. Like, that's what mm-hmm. was about to happen to Wayne. And it's just like, like you said, like, yeah, he don't never get no wins, and it's like, shit gets worse and worse and worse. But what I do like about it is the fact that he never caved in. Because his uncle gave him an ultimatum where he was like, either you make this run and do me this favor or get that kid and get the fuck out. And it's like... Which is crazy because it's like... I, I don't know, man. It's like I could never picture my uncle's like doing me like that. Yeah. Like that's fucking wild. like I get it. I get it. Like kicking me out, yeah, that I get it. At that point he a grown man. But he like the way he was just talking to him like I don't want to see you in here. I don't want to see that kid ever again and then your mama got to get them like yo, come on, bro. Like yo, what are we doing? And then told him that he had to get the car out the front, out the yard, so he had to mm-hmm. push his car. And dude, like I say, we've had this conversation before. There's always that one crackhead in the hood. Always, always, everybody always knows. that one. Everybody got love for him. He got all the information. And it, yeah, and like he ran into him one time with his son. You know, what I'm saying they caught up a little bit because he, you know, because he was locked up, and he was just mm-hmm. telling him to stay up. You know, all this type of shit, and then. He's pushing the car down the street, and then all of a sudden, you see the, you know what I'm saying, the crackhead, and I put his bike on the trunk and helping him push yep. the car down the street. So there's and always that one lights. crackhead. And, yeah, and, and gave him some lights, you know, because they, yep. they had to end up sleep, um, sleeping in the car. So mm-hmm. it's just like, man, when you think about Uncle Shrimp, man, like, he is definitely not OG Bobby Johnson in this. Like, no, he's not. Like, <laughs> like he was, he was, he he's, he's definitely the most hated character in this in this movie because mm-hmm. and then like when the whole thing where he was like okay I'll do this for you but he you know what I'm saying he wants your mama to strip and it's like come on man you got both of her kids in here and you want come her to, to strip right in front of right in front of her kids and she was gonna do it for her boys but still, but see that's on. what I'm saying man like it's like that type of shit bro like to see to see Glenn Plummer playing this role First and foremost, is a shocker because he don't never play the bad guy in anything. I've never seen him play the bad guy in anything. Even when he was OG Bobby Johnson, like this nigga turned his life around in jail, came back and was trying to get his yeah. son from uh um Ray Ray uh Ray Ray, <clears throat> and then like in, in, in any other movie I've seen him in, like he's always been like. Uh, a nerd or like a scientist or something like that, like where he, you know what I'm saying, he's doing something different. But it's like to see him doing this was, it was like, in a sense, it was it was kind of heartbreaking, man, because it was like, damn, not OG Bobby, because you know, you, you got to call him Bobby Johnson. <laughs> I was like, man, not OG Bobby Johnson, man, like, this nigga done went back into the life, he done fucked everything up. <clears throat> so it was just, it was crazy to see that. And then like, even to see the, the, the situation he had put his son in, like, even to have his son 
you know what I'm saying, in that lifestyle, doing everything he was doing. Like, when his son came in the house, he like, yo, nigga, you know what I'm saying, what the fuck you doing over here? Like, you know, you ain't you gonna have a spot hot. And it's like, nigga, this your child. Yeah, this your child that's <laughs> on the run. Yeah, because of some shit that you doing, because of the lifestyle that you, you know what I'm saying, got them accustomed to. So, not only was it hard, you know what I'm saying, for Bambi to get out of that shit because of you know what I'm saying, his uncle, but shit, his his cousin who was like a brother to him, you know what I'm saying, he was still in it. And then, you know what I'm saying, they out kicking it, you know what I'm saying, his cousin trying to do his best and trying to be, to me, his cousin was his main, like, even though his brother was there too, but his, you could tell his cousin was like his main cheerleader, yeah. like the one who was like, bro, you gotta get the fuck out of here, my nigga. You yeah, gotta sign but, like... But even with that, the first time mm-hmm. that he saw him and dapped him up, he was just, he, you know, he grabbed the piece and was like, hey, man, look, I got to run up on these dudes real quick. Man, you trying to run with me? And yep. he told him, yep. nah, I'm trying to change my life. But even when he said you that, see, he was like, cool, write that book that you're yeah. trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he, t- so he let it go. But it's like Uncle yeah. Trump, like, he stayed on him. You know what I'm saying? Stayed on him to, like, stay in that lifestyle. And then just, like, like Bambi has so many opportunities to just fall right back into where he was. And it's just Man. like you said, like every situation, it kept getting worse and worse and worse. You know, and like like I talked like I talked about on uh coming soon, like the whole situation about trying to get a job and shit. And it's just like, yep. all right, let me go get my license. Like how the fuck like well you do I don't know <laughs> I don't know how that damn child's foot got the fifteen thousand that fast. <laughs> That was cr- that's crazy. But I mean, forget- you gotta think about it though. If he been locked up for however long, first off, I hate his son's name, bro. Dayton. Come on, bro. That's a horrible <laughs> name. That's a horrible name. Anyway, but you know what I'm saying? However long Day was alive, and then because it seemed like his his girl had just got locked up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, or if she if she was, she only been in there for a little bit. Like, so the fact that she, you know what I'm saying, the, the son had to stay with, you know what I'm saying, the uncle. And it seemed like he took the rap for his uncle. Cause um the officer, what's the dude name? Hernandez or whatever his name was. Yeah, Hernandez. He had said yeah. that he he had said that like you gonna what he say, you gonna cover up for your what he say you gonna cover for your cousin, like you covered for your uncle. And it was like, you know what I'm saying? When he said that, I kind of thought about it like, damn, this nigga went to jail for his uncle. He took the rap. But it made sense because when he came home, his uncle was like, yo, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying? I'm always be there for you. I always got you. And then that shit quickly turned around, we see, because he ain't going to make that run. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, to, to a certain degree, I got you. But I like, I only mm-hmm. got you if you're going to stay in this quote unquote family business thing that we got going. Yeah. But as soon as he yeah. told him that he was out, he took the opposite approach of what you think an uncle would take. Usually, an right. uncle would be like, you know what? You uh, you serve time for me. You say mm-hmm. you want to turn your life around. You're trying to raise this kid on the right path. I'll do what I can to support you, you know what I'm saying, to get you on that right path. He's like, nah, fuck this shit. I need you to make this run to Portland. And if you don't make this run to Portland, yeah. I want y'all out of here and I want that car in my front yard to wear. And I think that once he showed him that you know what I'm saying when he when he left and pushed that car, I think yeah. that 
the uncle should have been like, you know what? I see that you like I didn't know how serious you was. Now mm-hmm. I see you willing to sleep in the car with your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To become a writer. You know what? Let me help you. Nah. He's like, fuck that shit. Bruh, this is the thing that pissed me off. His uncle, right? He worried about this little funky four thousand dollars. I mean, he worried about just moving these little pills. This nigga could have gave this man this four thousand dollars, set him up to where he'd have been straight. He could have been writing. He could have got him a little whip, something, you know what I'm saying? He could have bought a little whip off somebody, did a little stuff here and there. Meanwhile, he could have set himself up for a couple months, got some groceries, all that good stuff. Him and his son could have got an apartment. And in the midst of all that, he could have sold his book and paid his uncle back double what he gave him. And it would have been all good. But that, to me, what this, what this just shows is just like how short-sighted you know what I'm saying? Some people can be. And when you and when you in a situation like that and you don't see yourself getting out of that situation, then you know what I'm saying? That's to me when the term misery love company hits the hits the hardest. Cause it's like mm-hmm. not only did his uncle want to want him to make that move, but even remember, you know what I'm saying, when they had gotten the car and his uncle's in the back seat and was like, yo, some of us just are who we are. You know what I'm saying? We can't explain why we're here, but this is just what we got to be. And it was just like, fam, that's not real. Like, the fact that that's his mind, his uncle's mindset, just kind of lets you know why they in a predicament that they're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the, I'm sure with the money that his uncle was making, he could have been got out and did some other shit. Like, he could have really did, like, this nigga had a whole house. This nigga had 45 people living with him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was living with this nigga. Then, <laughs> on top of that, like, you know what I'm saying? He making runs. I mean, he doing everything that he had to do without worrying about anything. And the thing that really pissed me off about the whole thing was, is that you know what I'm saying? You tell this, you, you tell your nephew how much you love him and, and you know what I'm saying? How much love you got for him and all this other shit. And it's like, really? You ain't got no love for him. You really just want him to just stick around so you can he can do whatever it is you want him to do. Yeah. It was some like, I only man. love I only yeah, I only love mm-hmm. you if you're doing what I want you to do. But if you're not doing exactly. what I want you to do, it's like fuck you. And it, yeah. it, it sucks, man, like because this is exactly how people fall back into the system. Because when you don't mm-hmm. have the support of people that's the closest to you. And it seemed like they were close, and it's like, yeah, yo, I want, I want to, I want to change my life around, and I want to focus on being a writer. And it's just like his uncle was not supportive, and then the only person that was supportive, you know, well, two people because his brother was supportive too, and his brother was trying, but you know, his yeah. brother had to once slip up. And I mean, now, granted, he said that he was trying to help him when that whole situation happened with. I his mean, son. it that to me that was that was a little excessive like that, and I think that's another part of the story I didn't like either because it was like okay, his son was outside, his his brother was in the house, his son got cut or whatever. It wasn't like no major cut. Who the fuck called CPS? Man, so somebody. Who, matter of fact, it, 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 my thing is this: who who, who in the hood? Who, who the fuck in the hood? Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of no shit like that. I've never heard it either. Most people in the hood mind their business. Or at least 
if they see a kid, they'll sit there and try to figure out who kid is it because they know look, we don't. First of all, we don't want any. We don't want any of those people in this neighborhood for number one, because most of our living situations, we don't want our shit exposed. Yeah, it's already yeah. fucked up. So that's the one part. Yes, like that part do not mm-hmm. make sense. I see why they put it in the story for the simple mm-hmm. fact to show, like, like look, he's he's trying to he, he's being the best father that he can be at this point. Exactly. I know. Exactly. I know. It sounds crazy. Saying, yo, like they're sleeping in the car. But you also got to understand that was the best, that was really the, the only yeah. in slash best situation that he had because he couldn't stay with Uncle Shrimp because and they could anything could happen. Outside. Yeah, and anything could happen on that run. It's like, dude, he literally mm-hmm. just got out. And it's just like, yeah. now you put him in a situation to put him right back in, crossing state lines. No like, driving come license. On. No, no no driver's license. Yeah, so it's like he was going to be right back where he was. So the best thing, because like, like I said, he couldn't get a job because he didn't have an ID. Couldn't get an mm-hmm. ID because he was $15,000 back child support. Then the mm-hmm. only reason he was put on child support is because she wanted to get food stamps. And then the food stamps came late, and so she had to do what she had to do. I think my – I don't know if she – she was shoplifting, or she tried to write. I think she tried to write a bad check. I think. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause it didn't come in enough time, and she was like, you know, um, he needed mm-hmm. to be fed. So it was just like you see, like some people will watch this, watch this movie, and be like, oh, well, y'all need to make better decisions. Y'all need to do this. Y'all need to do that. And it's like that's why I do like this little series that I do on my podcast because if y'all are in these situations. You're not doing the shit because you want to. You're doing the shit because you have no other options. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is this is literally survival of the fittest. And like right. he's trying to survive in this world with a sister. Even the dude at the DMV was like, yo, yeah, it's fucked up. Like it is fucked up that, yeah, because he was like, yo, I just got out of jail. I didn't even know I was on child support. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he was like, the system is fucked up. But unfortunately, this is the system that they have in place. And you can't get a, uh, an ID unless you pay the back child support. And he's like, how am I supposed to pay the back child support if I can't get a job? Because I can't get a job without an ID. So it's just like, mm-hmm. and then he went to go see the parole officer. And he's like, yo, like, he you need to have a job. Asshole, bro. Nah, dude Man, come on, asshole. you know who that is. Yeah, that's a nigga had to eat off the floor in four Floor. <laughs> had to eat off the floor. He deserved it off of that fucking road, bro. But he said, he said, what you gonna do? He like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to become a writer. He just stared at that nigga like, shut your lying ass up. And I'm like, you a fucking hater, bro. Let that man live his fucking dreams, man. You sitting up there hassling that nigga. And first and foremost, they supposed to be helping you find jobs and shit like that, man. That's what they do. They they supposed to be providing the services to help you continue to stay rehabilitated. And you know what this nigga did? Absolutely fucking nothing. He's an asshole, bro. Dude was an asshole. Oh, and the caseworker. That's That's another thing that pissed me off, too. She told that nigga, man, hey, you know what I'm saying? We got resources and shit to help you out if you need help. That nigga like, nah, everything good. Ain't nothing good, nigga. You better call that goddamn <laughs> lady, man. Shit, she's going to get th- a fucking job. But this is the thing, though, because remember remember that what happened when they were standing outside um, when he cut his arm, right? And she was like, is this where y'all stay? And he said, yeah. 
and he didn't sell his brother out. So you could tell his integrity. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to throw mm-hmm. his brother under the bus, but he also wanted to make it seem like we got a place to stay. I yeah. think if he told the caseworker that, yeah, I need help. She's like, okay, where can I meet you? Like, where, where do you stay? And he's like, yo, I stay in my car. She would have took the kid right then and there. But the I person don't think that she I, I don't think she would have. Because she didn't seem like she was doing it maliciously. Cause even like even the way she had walked up to him, like she she seemed as if like she didn't even want to do the shit. Like yo, you know what I'm saying, my nigga, you lied to me. Like you know what I'm saying, and that's why. And I when she said it, like yo, you know what I'm saying, we got shit to help you out. Like you just gotta say something, my nigga. You know what I'm saying, close mouth don't get fed. And I feel like if he would have took that opportunity to talk to her and possibly say something, some shit could have changed. It's possible. It's, I, I can see I can see how you can come up with that conclusion, but but then like even the whole situation with Hernandez, like I think yeah. excuse me, Hernandez and his partner, I think that they were the cops Assholes. where see, I don't know. No, because the the reason like the whole one scene, yeah, that was an asshole move to, to have him in the back seat and roll up and you know what I'm saying, roll up on them dudes and open up the door. I get what mm-hmm. they were trying to do. That was a that was an asshole move. But to see the emotion that Hernandez had when he pulled up with the caseworker, I don't think Hernandez wanted him to get his kid taken away. Of course, because not. he did. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, because that that felt like because like I think Hernandez was that that one cop that's like, especially when you were the type of job that they do. Like Hernandez would never be in a situation where he would shoot first, ask questions later, because it seemed like he knew everybody right. in the hood. Like every everybody yeah. in the hood knew Hernandez. So like, oh man, mm-hmm. that's Hernandez. Like we know, yeah, he a cop and all, but he ain't. You know what I'm saying? He ain't that type of cop. But like, right. you know, because he knew him by first name basis. Like he's been knowing him for years, and it was uh, just yeah. like it felt like it felt like he. He knew what was gonna happen because he kind of like apologized before he even said like, "Yo, the caseworker over here." You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, cause he knew what was gonna happen. So yeah, I don't, I don't think Hernandez was that much of an asshole. I think that when he was trying to fire his cousin, I think that he really just wanted his cousin off the street because he knew that what ended up happening to him was gonna happen to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. think. Her- yeah. I think, yeah, so I think Hernandez was just more of like, yo, we need to get your cousin off the street before he get gunned down. Would you rather your cousin do time or would you rather him, to, you know what I'm saying, be dead? And like, even when he told the story about what happened, it was just like, he showed remorse. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me when um when Leon shot into the car and killed the kid at Snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was just like, yo, we was at a party. They pulled on me. I pulled on them. I shot, and I end up hitting a ten year old kid. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't his intention. And like you know, he he was like, "Yo, he like that boy looks like your son." You know, so mm-hmm. it's just like he showed remorse for what he did. But like that's the way. I mean, unfortunately, that's how the hood works. You know, what I'm saying they end up finding him, putting him down. But I don't know, man. I I don't think Hernandez was an asshole though. I think he was, man, because it was like just on more than one occasion. Like the first time they got pulled over, 
You know what I'm saying? When he had his brother out there, his brother got on a fucking suit, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, man. You know this nigga ain't doing nothing. You, what's you? What you, 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 you affiliated? That nigga said, nigga, I'm in a suit. What the fuck are you talking about? Am I affiliated? <laughs> nigga, I got the I got a job opportunity out here. Nigga, I'm about to go try to get this grant. Get me the fuck off the curb, sir. Like it, it was just certain shit that he was doing. I was just like, man, this nigga's a dick, man. And then his partner, she was a dick too. Cause she talked about when he was walking back to the house, talking about that's not a place for you to keep a kid. Bitch, you know what my situation is. Why the fuck would you say <laughs> shit like that? Like, come on, man. <laughs> It was just, yeah, it was just like, fucked up, man. Yeah, and I see what you're saying. Like, when, like that scene, like you said, we gotta get John Braggers some, 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 like, dude. Like, there's two scenes yeah. that really stood out to me. The, the one scene was when, when he went to his uncle, and his uncle was like, "Yo, he gave him some money. He was like, you know, clean up the place, whatever, whatnot." Mm-hmm. So when his brother Wayne got back, and like. You know, they got into their little fight or whatever, whatnot. And just like how he was like acting there. But like the scene though is when when the caseworker took his son. And it's like, yo, oh my this dude yo. got hope. This okay. dude got a bright future. Real quick, is it me or do that nigga look like Denzel, bro? He he can make Faces he, he favors that will make him look. He similar. favors Denzel Washington, bro. He yeah, he can look similar to him, especially in this movie because the way he had his hair cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but that, he, it that was that a couple thing, of them scenes he did that. I was like, that nigga looked like Denzel. Man, he he was like he. That was a Denzel moment. Yeah, um, when for when, sure. when she took his son and he looked at her and then it's like, man, this is what you want. And he was mm-hmm. like, man, nah, but you know, like it, 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 it was tough, man. And like you said, for it to end the way it ended, you know, for him to, and then like he did get a win, but immediately after his win, that's what happens. So to paint, so to paint mm-hmm. the scene for the people, he went to. Yes, I said. That's what I said. He got a, He, got he went a downtown. Man. Yeah, he went downtown. Oh uh, man, I wish I could remember what that receptionist's name was. I can't remember what her name was. So he goes in there, he showed Janine. It was Janine. Was it Janine? So he goes in, he was like, Janine, yeah. you know how your name? Oh yeah, because he was like, You got a sister name. He was like, You got you some black kids. Yeah. Yeah. So he's talking to her, and so she's like, you know, it, you know, we're not really publishing books like this or whatever, whatever. And he told her about he got a little short story, blase, blase. And she's like, I can't make you no promises, but I try to, you know, slip it to some people, whatever. So fast forward, mm-hmm. he get an email back from Janine. She actually emailed uh, his uh, book to a publisher, and they're looking into publishing his book. So he's all happy. He's sharing a moment with his brother, and then Hernandez pull up, and then you see the social worker, and then she comes to text his son. And it was just like, yo, he finally got the news that he wanted to hear. Yep. And then at the same time, he's getting his son taken away 10 seconds later. And like mm-hmm. the way that this movie ends with this, it just shows his brother taking him to go visit his son. And then his mm-hmm. brother, because he got visitation with his son before he got to take him back. And he just took him swimming. And the movie ends. And it's like, yep. damn, did this girl mm-hmm. get out? 
did he actually get published? You know what I'm saying? How long did it take him to get his son back? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, for for them to end it like that, man, it it leaves a lot of stuff open. But it also, what it also shows you is, like, there are people where, like, this is literally literally their lifestyle. It's like we have to, Mm -hmm. you know, you get out of jail and you're trying to figure this shit out. And everybody that you know, you know, it's kind of like, like power, right? I know you didn't really watch power, but it was like when it came to Ghost, Ghost, you know, he, he made it as far as he wanted to go in the game. And he was like, all right, I own this club. Mm-hmm. I want to be a club owner. I want to get completely out the game. And everybody you know, nah, man, we got to keep doing this shit. Nah, we got to keep doing this. And it's just like, you would think everyone would be like, you know what? That's great, man. Let's all get out the game. Let's start a legitimate business. But everybody's telling you, nah, man, you need to stay in this shit. And it's just like everybody, like the mindset of like being in the hood and growing up in the hood and and, and you're doing all these things. And it's like this is this is all you know. This is all you see. And like you looking at life so one sided to the point where it's like, how could you even think getting out of this? What? You want to write a book? Man, fuck your book. Right. And it's just like, that's got to be tough, man. Like, it, it got to be tough. I mean, it's it's not this. This is not the same thing. But when I started first speaking about doing a podcast, everybody like, man, what the fuck? Fuck is a podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like right. it was just one of those situations where, like, like it wasn't like a lot of support. I mean, I don't know what your situation like, but for me, like, it wasn't like a lot of support. It wasn't nobody like, nah, oh, man, was you know, do that exact shit. same way. And it was just like it sucks. To me, I feel back. like the, the, no, you got it. I was not real quick. I was gonna say the yeah, the equivalent of that to me would have been like if you was like, yeah, I'm about to start this podcast, and Uncle Watson was like, nah, fuck that, run this cocaine over the, the North Carolina <laughs> real quick and then come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn, man, I'm trying to make something of myself. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it, yeah, it, it's one of those movies. I, I think what's important about this movie is understanding why so many people fall back into the system. I think there's a misconception of like, oh man, look at these criminals. They're not getting rehabilitated. You know, why they're behind bars and all this type of stuff. And it's like, okay, if they get out and this is the situation that they're falling into, this like to me, mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm huge into if it's a fact, it's not an excuse. Like right. This is a fact. Like a lot of people, when they get out, these are the things that they got to deal with. And it's just like it's easy. Mm-hmm. It would have been so easy for him to just be like, "I, right. you know, what I'm saying, put it in the floorboard. Give me the directions. I'm heading up there." It would have been easy for him yeah. to do that. It would have been easy for him to be like, "I, right, uh, I make this one run. You give me this 4K and we done." But mm-hmm. he was like. Like I'm not doing it. Like I I got my mindset and I'm not doing it. I'm not falling back into this game. And like even the scene where, you know what I'm saying, when he punched his uncle. And I get like, don't get me wrong, 
I know it's like a thing in the hood. If you pull a gun out on somebody, it's always a thing of, oh man, you go point it at me, you might as well pull the trigger. Like it's like yeah. all that little shit. But it's just like, come on, man. You ask this man mama to script to strip in front of them for you. And you want me to be okay with that? Like, yeah, I pulled a gun on you, but I had no intentions of shooting you. And then you're going to sneak up on me. You know what I'm saying? When I get in my car, you sit in the back seat and you're going to put a gun in my head and basically call me a disappointment right. because I don't want to do what you want me to do. And I want to, you know what I'm saying? Take my son out of this situation. Like Uncle Shrimp was, you want to talk about somebody that's an asshole. That's who's who? That's no, who's that, the asshole. He, he was a bitch, bro. He is a real live bitch. Cause it's like, bruh, like my nigga, I'm sitting here. You, you know what I'm saying? You hear me telling you, I'm trying to make it out and I'm trying to do something in my life. The least you could do, bruh, is show me some fucking love and at least be proud of me. At least help me do that shit. Like all he asked him was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Just let me stay here till I get my, you know what I'm saying? My, my shit straight, man. And I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm make sure you good and everything else. Like, bro, he just did a fucking bid for you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You can't even show him the love to fucking let him stay there for a little bit without him fucking having to go run some errands and do some shit like that. Is that was some bullshit, man? And then he then he read his book and like, well, I'm the bad guy in here. It was just like, yeah, nigga, I'm just telling my truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I'm just telling guy. my truth. Hey, if that's how you read it, hey, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't tell you how to interpret what I'm writing. If that's what you got yeah. out of it, then apparently, if you feel that you're the bad guy in this story, then you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was 100%. like, "Yo, I'm just writing. I'm just writing my truth. That's all I'm doing. If that's how you interpret mm-hmm. it, I can't determine how you interpret it. What I wrote down here. So if you feel that he's exactly. putting the whole thing as the bad guy, then obviously you're the bad guy. So I, I, I just think that this movie was it, important, man. Well, no, it is. But is it me or did you bug out too when he was reading what he was writing to his son? Hold on, which? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Cause because I was like that nigga a little too young to be hearing that though. He he is, but like, dude, in those situations, you got to grow up young. But remember what he said. I mean, no, he said, right. yo, because he was he, he was said, actually living it. Yeah, and then you gotta understand. He said the first time we went to jail, he was twelve. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of those situations, dude. Where like you gotta grow up fucking fast, dude. Like I was listening to um, yeah. uh, I was listening to the crew has it, and they had Tony Yayo on there, and mm-hmm. Tony Yayo was like, yo, he was like, look, he's like fifty cents, two years older than me. He said. When he said he first met 50 when he was 10 and 50 was 12. He was like, dude, he was like, I had both of my parents. He was like, 50 moms get killed. And he didn't know who his father was. He said, so when I was 10, you know, chilling with the parents, he was like, 50 was hustling at 12. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he's probably reading that to his son, thinking like, yo, like, like this is life, yo. And yeah. it's 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 real yeah. deal. It's harsh. Mm-hmm. It's you know what I'm saying. Like those, like we, like me and you, 
we can keep certain shit from our kids at the age that they is right now. You know what I'm right. saying? But right. then you have to start exposing them to different things the older that they get. And like for him, he had, mm-hmm. you know, not had to, but I understand how he was able to put that on his son at that age because he was like, yo, when I was your age, this was, you know what I'm saying, the type of shit that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And what I yeah. what I loved about this movie the most though was to see how dedicated of a father he was. And what I right. don't know, right. what I don't know is was he like we don't know how long he did that bit. We don't know if he was there when his son was born. Cause what we don't I get said, I is, think you said three years. Because this is the thing. When he walked in, when he first seen him, he's like, Do you know who I am? And like he kind of got up and then he went to another room. Well, and see, then that's, like that's what when, I said, I think it was three years though. So so yeah, it, it was just like, and then that's another thing. Like your son, so what? I guess he really going off of a little bit of memory and pictures. Like to know like that's How his father. Old so this little nigga supposed to be though. That's why I don't know. I don't know how old he was. Because he was, he was, uh, that nigga had to be 10 in real life. Yeah, they do that a lot in movies. Where, like, they'll be, like, ain't 10, no, but they got them playing like they six. Yeah, like, ain't, yeah, they do that a lot. Then, like, ain't no way this nigga was, like, kindergarten age. Bro. He was, that was a big-ass kindergartner. <laughs> No, nah, but I, I just I just like to see like the whole like he he literally would do anything for his son. Mm-hmm. And he did anything. Sure. Anything but going back into the game, he would do that for his son. Yeah. And to see a man be a father to his son like that, mm-hmm. you know, that because the interpret like the way a lot of people view, which is I don't know why we get that stigma, but it's just like, oh, you know, well, you know, like I like fathers and all this type of shit. And then just like to see him really, you know what I'm saying, literally doing everything that he can to keep his son on the right path so he don't go back. Right. I I, I thought I thought that was great, man. Uh to see a yeah. father, you know what I'm saying, in a movie like that. That's 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 one of the things I liked about this movie as well. Yeah, shout out to Kiki Palmer too, man, because she did a great job with the, the two scenes that she was in. Um I thought that she did, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a pretty decent job. The the one scene that made me laugh though is when she had when the second time he went up there and he was talking to her and he was like, Yeah, I got some shit to uh worry uh something happened or whatever. And uh no, he had the little boy had got cut, they had got cut. And she was like, what happened to him? And he was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Something happened. I had to go handle some business. She was like, you ain't fucking on them bitches? <laughs> I was like, Yo, <laughs> you are in jail. <laughs> like, like this is, is this is what you're worried about in jail, man? Like, this, you have a lot of the more things to worry about than him fucking on some bitches outside while you locked up. Like, come on, man. But I just, I thought that shit was funny, though. Because that was such a woman response. It's such a woman. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't think it was funny. Because it's like, come on. Man, like I'm out here, I'm out here living in a car. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to write this book. My brother trying to get three fucking on somebody. Yeah, like my brother's trying to get three grand. So I'm sitting here trying to get myself Mm -hmm. together and trying to see if I can help my brother out. And the first thing Mm -hmm. you talking about, am I fucking on some bitch or something? 
That's hilarious. Man, it's like, like you don't know what I'm going through out here, man. At all. At all. So, yeah, man. So, definitely. I, I fucks with yeah, them. Yeah, man. All right, man. You ready for the fire flames? Let's do these. All right. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. So, what you giving it? Man, I am giving this movie um for for what it is. First of all, you got a shout out to the cast. We man, we named everybody, man, Kiki Palmer, John Boyega, Rotimi. Mm-hmm. This was before Rotimi really got like really hot out here in these streets. Glenn yeah. Plummer, Glenn Plummer is a he's a black legend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like yep. yeah, we we fuck with him because like OG Bobby Johnson is just like that's just one of those in our community one of those legendary roles. But he's had a mm-hmm. a bunch of guest appearances. Man, he was the homeless guy in the day after tomorrow. He yep. was uh he was the guy that drove the convertible and speed. You know what I'm saying he had mm-hmm. a little quick little speed cameo. So you seen Glenn Plummer? You know what I'm saying he was in uh, mm-hmm. um Menace to Society. You know what I'm yep. saying so. Yeah, he he he's just one of those dudes where you always see him, but you know he just don't never get his props. Uh, DeAndre Bonds was in this joint, so um the, the and the cast was really good for this movie. Um, yeah, I'm 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 gonna give it I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give it a four point five, and okay. I get I get what you were saying, but I think that for him to really only get one win and have so many losses, I think that that's that's life. You know, that's yes. why I teach my kids all the time. I tell them, yo, life ain't fair. Dad, why you always say that? I'm like, because it's not. A lot of shit ain't going to yep. go your way. And you have to learn how to deal with disappointment because I was like, yeah, I don't want you to be disappointed, but you have to know not to go shoot up some shit just because some shit didn't go your way. So I mm-hmm. think that what this movie shows you is like how how fast shit can crumble and it just keeps crumbling and they're like the shit don't get no better because there's a lot of people who have gotten out of jail and shit did not get better for them. And I think that's yeah. what this movie showed us. So yeah, it would have been nice to see like the, the, the storybook ending. We didn't get it. But I think that was the whole point of the movie. So I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. Um, for me, uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Um, only because, like I said, the story is just—it was just like gut punch after gut punch, and the acting was amazing. Um, John Boyega did a great job. Rotimi did a great job. Um, I mean, everybody did a great job. Shout out to Kalita Smith. She did an amazing job as well to be able to play. A drug addict and an alcoholic, and not be one is is that's kudos to that. Um, because she was very believable in this movie. Um, but the to me, it was just the story, man. I just wanted him to get a few more wins. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted him to get a few more wins, or at least a major win. That would have been nice too. But outside of that, everything was good. I liked the movie. I ain't had no problems with it. Three and a half. That's what's up, man. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into the coming soon, bro. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. 
What we got next? All right, y'all. So this is something that we did last year. Uh, we figured that we'll do it again for y'all. We can't just celebrate my favorite month of October. We have to also celebrate the bullshit month of December. Um, yes. Y'all know the movie that we're doing. I am definitely this guy. And um, we're starting off our did – we, did we give it a name? I don't know if we gave it a name. I don't think so. Well, all right, so basically we're doing our Christmas-themed movies uh, for yep. the month of December, and we're doing Who I Am, man. We got The Grinch coming up. You know I mean, uh, we got the Grinch. You know I'm saying with the guy, the guy. Uh, we're doing the one with Jim Carrey, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're doing the one, the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch, and that's what we got coming up. Um, man, we got a, we got a lineup for y'all, man. Yeah, we definitely man, got a lineup. Definitely. So it's it's gonna we got. Oh man, it's yo, it's some dates I'm looking at. Wow, I'm ready for those. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a Christmas person, but we we got we got some ones on here. We definitely gonna get some great fucking laughs off. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I can't wait, man. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the show, uh, if you thought that you know what I'm saying this movie was amazing, or if you didn't like the movie, or you know what I'm saying you thought Dayton was a stupid name too, hit us up, man. Let us know on the socials, man. Instagram is uh, Twitter at ViewNonPod, Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, and you can let us know all about it. You can send us suggestions in and all that good stuff. If you'd like to find me, you can hit me up on Twitter at Screws Bronson. Um, I have a link in the bio. You can find me everywhere else there. Also, don't forget, man, go stream my album. It's called Elation. It's on all music platforms. Go check that out. And for me, uh, y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Um, follow the podcast 28 minutes or less. So, all major platforms. Uh, last episode I put out was Ugly of Us. You know, what I'm saying I went, um, I was thinking about the guy, Uncle Washington, and uh, it was a conversation that we used to have on uh, the 28 no, on the Stolen Time podcast about uh, his saying was, Oh man, well, it started out where he would say. Uh, if you show if you show them our ugly side, they would think ugly of us. So I was mm -hmm. just, you know, taking my my view on. I understand what he was saying and why he had that interpretation of it. And I also gave my side of how I viewed it just a little bit differently than he did. So um, that's what I did on the last episode, which I think it was episode one hundred and seven, if I'm not mistaken. So go check it out on all major platforms. That's what's up, man. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Um, until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.